Hey, welcome to the Multi-Passionate Christian Show. This is the place for busy Proverbs 31-ish entrepreneurs and mamas. The woman who knows she needs to have high energy, keep her confidence up, deepen relationships, all while launching into a business or calling she knows she's meant to pursue and to do it without sacrificing her values. I'm your host, Tamara Lee Bratton. So we've heard of fasting before, right? But what does that actually look like? And does it always have to include food? I'm Tamara, and I'm going to take you through some of this and the ways that I have discovered fasting in biblical terms, as well as how I've had to stair-step my way into this. Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Christian Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into the show. So in Luke 2.37, it was when Mary and Joseph came to Jerusalem to present new baby Jesus to the temple and a prophet, Anna, who had been worshiping there day and night and fasting, went up to them and gave thanks to the Lord and thanks to God. Well, Lord is God, right? She gave thanks. Speaking of the child to whom all were looking forward to redemption in Jerusalem. And we see this a lot in scripture. It's one of the things I love. And Mary kept that close to her heart. So all of the things that Mary keeps hearing, she keeps it close to her heart. And I just don't know why I love that saying so much. I just do. It feels good. We're going to tap into that a little bit, but I'm going to go through a couple of scripture verses with you. And then we're going to dive into, does fasting food have to be the only way I can fast? Or is there another way? So Mark 22, excuse me, Mark 218. I love this. This is the summary. So I'll read 218. And it was just when um, it says now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, how is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? And Jesus answers, how can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot. So as long as they have him with them, but the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. And on that day, they will fast. So my footnotes in my Bible say this. John the Baptist had two goals, to lead people to repent of their sin and to prepare for Christ's coming. John's message was sobering. So he and his followers fasted. Fasting is both an outward sign of humility and regret for sin and an inward discipline that clears the mind and keeps the spirit alert. Fasting empties the body of food. Repentance empties the life of sin. Jesus's disciples did not need to fast to prepare for his coming because he was with them. Jesus did not condemn fasting, however, because he himself fasted for 40 days or two is where that goes. Nevertheless, Jesus emphasized fasting with the right motives was fasting. And oh my goodness, friend, I cannot wait to dive into that because I definitely fasted or I should say I did cleanses to really Ah, impress others, if I'm honest. And so I'm going to just humble myself, but let's keep diving in a little bit more. In Acts 13, two through three, Paul and Barnabas heard from the Lord through the Holy Spirit while they were worshiping and fasting. And then the rest of the men fasted and prayed over them and then sent them on their way to continue the mission. In Acts 14, 23, it again mentions fasting and prayers. They committed elders to the Lord of the churches in Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Sorry if I said those wrong, but they did that to help strengthen disciples and encourage them to remain true to the faith. So here it is. Do you fast? And why do you fast? So are you convinced that God is actually asking you to fast? I know at the time of filming this episode that this is a season where a lot of people will go on cleanses. It's the start of the new year when I'm recording this. and 
a ton of people, that's what they decide to do. There's a couple times a year that this happens in the general American public, especially where it is right at the beginning of the new year, right after all of the holidays happen again towards that spring break time again towards summer and then possibly again right before the holidays happen so as you go through that are you just doing it just to do it and that's okay like friend i am not condemning you because if you're cleansing or fasting so that you can lose weight because you have felt like you really need to or lose bloat or to take back your sugar cravings your food cravings all of the cravings that start to build up in our lives the caffeine cravings then amazing like you need to do that. Like, trust me, I have done that many times, but God asks us to enter into our fasts with excitement, expectancy that is in your heart that you're so excited to do that. And I'm just going to humble myself because I didn't do that sometimes. And I will share with you a little bit more. So who am I? I am Tamara Lee Bratton and I am a new ish Christian. So I always knew who Jesus was, but I never knew how amazing he was and how forgiving he was until I started to dive in more and trying to really connect with him over the past few years. And by connect, I really do mean I want to hear from him. I want to hear his voice. I want to hear God speaking to me. I want to feel the Holy Spirit goosebumps that I get sometimes. Like that wasn't me for so long. I'm going to just go off the cuff here because when I first started my businesses, when I first started being on social media and seeing women talk about God and share Bible verses, I was like, that's really cool. But I am so not qualified to do that. Like, I don't know anything, but like, that's kind of cool. Cause I was dipping my toes into, into learning about who he was. So when I started to really understand that, oh my gosh, God can talk to any of us. There are people that still have prophecies like that blew my mind. And so I was all of a sudden just enriched and enlightened in a way that I hadn't been in the past. And so the few times that I have heard from God were nothing short of astounding. And my gratitude and my heart leap to hear him again. So I'm sharing with you prayer fasting in the stair-step way that I had to look into it. I'm a 30-something generally healthy woman who honestly doesn't have a ton of weight to lose without looking unhealthy and without my body not cycling. So for me, I have been in the fitness and nutrition industry since 2015. And because of that, part of what I've done is help people lose weight, help people cleanse, help people what I always called cleanses, now I can look at as a fast in a different light. But I was always there doing them, participating, trying to just do it for the vanity of losing weight. And I am so grateful that that is not what all of this is about. So when I would hear people fasting from food for extended periods of time, I honestly thought that's great for them. They have extra that they could sustain themselves when they're losing. But me, I would completely shrink. My periods would stop and I'd become unhealthy. Now, let me tell you, they have extra that they can sustain themselves. Like what a rude thought, right? Who am I to judge somebody else's body? That is so not okay. And I know that. And I'm sharing this vulnerably with you. You'll hear I am very transparent. That is one of the things that my women who I get to one-on-one -on -one coach always share with me. They love my transparency and my honesty and my ability to say, I messed up. Can you please forgive me over that? So if that was you and you ever felt like that, somebody in your life told you something along those lines where you need to lose weight, sister, friend, you are beautiful. God may have spoken to you through that person and told you that, hey, it might be time, might be time, but do not let it ruin who you are and the beautiful gift of a human being that you are, okay? So I, however, held on to that belief of if I fast, 
if I cleanse, if I do all of these things, I will shrink. And so I'm just going to do fasts. Like I'm not going to say the F word anymore, or I am going to stop eating dark chocolate, which I love. And as I think about it, when I think about fasting from those type of things, I realize now that those likely stem from my religious upbringing, where we would do a fast for 40 days and it was never a total food fast. So I share this to share that if you're not ready for a food fast, but you've clearly felt that God has asked you to do one, to do a fast of some sort, then examine your heart as I had to examine mine. What are you really scared of? Are you scared of losing weight like I was? For health reasons, because I really did sincerely fear losing my cycles, especially when I was desperate to have children. Or is there something else? Are you just scared of what it could mean, of what it could do for your um, outings with friends if you decide to go on a fast? Are you just scared of that and how people would judge you? And if so, I ask you to examine your heart again and just say, God, why are you asking me to do this? So I know of one mom in my small group who decided to do a no sleeping in fast. And if her body wakes up between the hour of 4 a.m. to 5 a.m., so instead of waiting for her 5 a.m. alarm to go off, she will get up. She'll spend extra time in her Bible after a nice cup of coffee has been brewed. So she fasts from sleeping in, from letting her alarm clock continue to go off after 5 a.m. And if she wakes up before 5 a.m. and it's past 4 a.m., she'll get up. Now, she wakes up at 3, 3.30, she's going back to bed, okay? So... Here's some things. If you feel like maybe you are not called to fast food, but you're interested, you're like, I want to hear from God. I want to, I, I want to change something in my life. Maybe you're called to fast for no alcohol for just a week or for a month. Maybe you are called to, again, wake up before 5 a.m. or by 5 a.m. or at the first time that your alarm rings, no hitting snooze. Maybe you need to fast from TV or video games or computer games, whatever it is. My mom used to be addicted to computer games. Maybe you need to fast from your phone after a certain hour or before a certain hour. Maybe there's no touching your phone between before 7 a.m. and after 7 p.m. Maybe you've actually been asked to entirely fast social media. Maybe you're every time you go on, you just compare yourself and you are just sad. And you, my friend, I, I could speak so much into that, but my friend, please do not compare yourself. We can put people on a pedestal and they will disappoint us. I love that my, one of my very favorite mentors, she said that she was like, do not put me on a pedestal because once you do, I will disappoint you. And I'm so glad she said that because there was certain things in her mentorship that I was like, man, I don't really like this. I am so glad that she like told us straight up, like, don't put her on a pedestal because if I would have thought that she was perfect and amazing. I would have been so disappointed. But the fact that she told me, don't put me on a pedestal, I was like, cool. Here's another one. Maybe you're asked to ugh, fast from secular or mainstream music. Maybe you're not supposed to listen to the bow chicka wow wow stuff anymore. The, uh, what did I used to call it? I think I used to call it my dirty, skanky music, something like that. It was like in college days, those type of music that you know were at the club, not good. And you probably shouldn't be listening to it anyways, because all of the stuff that they talk about is like hitting their girlfriends, right? Why would we listen to that? It's terrible. So maybe you're just asked to only listen to Christian music. So I want to also encourage you that be aware if you're hopping into a food fast instead, but maybe you really are not tempted by food. So one article that I read on his dearly beloved, excuse me, it's 
One article that I read on his dearly loveddaughter.com mentions that if oils, sweets, or meats are not what you turn to for satisfaction, then this type of fasting will fall flat. So I totally get that. Like if you really don't, and you're stepping into fasting and you really don't feel like food is what you're called to fast, but you feel like one of those things, no alcohol, waking up at a certain time, TV, video games, phone only during certain times, no social media or only Christian music or something else is what you're asked to do, then listen to that. What are things, here's some questions you can ask yourself. What are things that you crave? Things that if you get bored, you turn to. Things that feel satisfying and you're not really letting God satisfy you. You're letting something worldly satisfy you. So I'll give you some examples. For me, I instantly think of dark chocolate, wine and margaritas, <laughs> scrolling Instagram for work purposes, scrolling Amazon or other websites to look at clothes, and eating baked goods that my husband brings home from the bakery. My husband works at a bakery two to three times a week. And oh my goodness, it is so good, but he brings them home and I mindlessly eat if I'm not careful. So I have fasted from all of those things before from the dark chocolate, the wine, the no scrolling Instagram, the Amazon and clothing websites, the not eating of baked goods. But I will tell you that even though I'm telling you it's okay, and I, well, I'm not telling you it's okay. God tells you that it's okay. Uh, you listen to what he's asking you to do that the most it's okay to fast something other than food. But for me, the most powerful times that I started to fast were food fasts. So what do I mean by that? So here's a few that I have shared in my Be Well Collective with women as fasts to consider for themselves. First of all, a three-day refresh. I've done this one many times and it wasn't until I finally took a moment to realize that I needed to add prayer into it to enjoy that one because I never did. It was just three days and I always hated it. I would do this three-day refresh for work-based purposes. So as a body coach, you might've heard this beach body coach. It's good to encourage people to try the products, right? Because many of them do want to lose weight. Many of the people that I help do need to get back on track, which does happen. And they are called to do that. But without God as, God, as my forefront, I wasn't really enjoying those cleanses. I was just doing them literally to sell a product. So I'm asking you to do it, whatever cleanse you're asked to do or fast you're asked to do by starting with God. And when you do it, this is what I would recommend. So if I'm going back into one of these three-day refreshes, which I will do them again now that I'm coming from a better place, I will do them again now that I'm coming from a better place. I ask you to start with asking God, what do you want me to read from your word as I go through my three days? So what biblically do you want me to read? Or what sermons do you want me to listen to during these three days? And how do you want me to pray to you? And what are you asking of me? So that was one, the three-day refresh. Another one that I have done that I do recommend is it's a 21-day kind of semi-Daniel style fast. So I did this in December of 2021 after feeling really pulled to try this three-week cleanse of pulling out meats, sweets, alcohol, treats, and it was eye-opening how often I wanted to turn to alcohol or dark chocolate, especially during that time, but I didn't. And I would almost always turn to God. Of course, I wasn't perfect. And in that moment, I would say, God, thank you. Thank you for my body. Thank you for cleaning out some of what I do not need. And thank you for helping me see how much I turn to these things instead of turn to you. I'm going to read from Daniel and I'm going to share with you here. So this is Daniel one, 
And Daniel resolved, this is Daniel 1, 8 through 20. Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission to not defile himself this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of the Lord, my king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than any of the other young men your age? The king would have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and he tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the other young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away the choice food and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. I bet everybody else was pissed, right? (laughs) But to those four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. Let me stop right here. If I can fast and get visions and dreams. Okay. Part of me says, Tamara, you don't want prophetic stuff because you're not ready for that. And I know this, God and I have, we've had discussion over this where I'm like, I want to be a prophetic. And he's just like, you can't keep your mouth shut. Um, so I don't want to be a prophetic right now. What I do want is I want to hear the Holy spirit. I want to hear God talking to me more and more. And that is one of the reasons why I fast. So when I did this 21 day one, I guess I didn't read all the way to the end of 20, but you get the point, right? So if you can cleanse yourself, if you can fast, let's just say if you can fast and you can take out some of the stuff, but let God in, fill that void, fill that void that you feel like you have, which we realize really isn't a void by the end of this, right? Then what if he helps you to see and hear things like you've never been able to before from him? Like that is such a blessing. What if he tells you your next move with your, with your career, with your relationships, with your children and a decision, a big family decision, like amazing. So for when I did this 21 day cleanse, the ultimate reset is what it's called. It's another body program. I did it. And I, again, needed to make sure that I wasn't nutrient deficient. So I was very careful of what I was eating and made sure that I did not lose too much weight. So again, you kind of have to look at this in a way that works for you, but also again, are you asking God what you want to do? So that one was amazing. I had so much energy and I'm going to share with you a quick summary of the three ways that I have cleansed and what it did for me and my, my just, what would that be called? I'm going to share with you the three ways that I have fasted. And I'm on number two right now, about to jump into number three and what it meant for me and what it meant for my health and what it means for just continuing on. So the third one and the final one that I'm going to share that I have done is a five day juice cleanse. So this one was really eye opening for me because finally by day five, I was able to clearly iterate how I believed God was asking me to create my 2023 calendar, which is pretty awesome. And he clearly iterated how I could share biblical truths, health support, and business support all in one place. So I use the Jason Vale five-day juice cleanse app. It's like a $3.99, maybe $5.99 app. Really amazing. And I watched the coaching videos each day. I took to reading the book, The Bait of Satan, and doing the study guide with it so that as I would read my Bible intentionally, battling my roots of offense that I had built up, 
through the practices that John Bevere, the author, teaches in the book, it brings everything back to the Bible. And so I was also reading and right looking into scripture as I was doing this cleanse. And it just, did you hear, it brought me out my entire 2023 calendar and it helped show me how I was going to combine all three of my passions, health support, business support, and biblical truth. Like I pulled a Daniel, you know, that's how I feel. So when I, when I did this, I also was reading Romans with a small group and realized that there's something in Romans. I didn't look up this verse before sharing this with you, but there's something in Romans that actually talks about like, do not gloat. There's something in Romans that talks about, do not gloat while you fast. Don't go sharing it with everybody. Like, that's not the point. And we kind of read a little bit of that in Mark earlier, where you're not supposed to be like a Pharisee and be like, I'm fasting. Like, no, that's not how God asks us to do it. Now, can you be in a small group with women and be like, Hey, the five of us, the 10 of us, the 15 of us, we're going to, we're going to do this together. Yes, absolutely. But you don't need to be going out in the middle of the street and be like, I want to cleanse. Like God's not asking you to do that. Like I want to cleanse to hear God. Like that's not what he's asking you to do. Um, unless if he is, because he asks people to do different things. So the three ways that I fasted again are a three-day cleanse, a three-day refresh is what it's called. And I've used that. And now when I incorporate prayer into it, what has happened the last time that I did my three-day cleanse back in fall of 2022, it's when I realized the way that I was running my business was not the way I needed to run it. I needed God to be more of a focus. So that was eye-opening. When I did my ultimate reset, the 21-day cleanse in December of 2021, so prior to this one, that's when I realized and I, and I heard God clearly tell me, I've asked you to do this coaching business. Why are you not coaching women in business? Why do you keep just running your fitness and nutrition business and not teaching women business? Like I, it was very clear. And so I opened up my coaching business when I did this last juice cleanse, which was my most recent one, my five day juice cleanse with Jason Vale app. That's when I was able to very clearly see how God wanted me to combine biblical truths, health support and business support all through what I've created in the be well collective. So it's amazing. And that's why I share with you, like, can you fast other things that are not food? Yes, absolutely. I had to stair step my way into this. I had to fast the F word. I had to fast not having dark chocolate after every lunch meal, which was so delicious. And I had to fast a few other things throughout my life before I could even step into a food fast. And I've never done a full food fast where you like only have water. I've never done that. I don't feel like God has actually asked me to do that. So I want to share with you that if you're interested in doing any of those cleanses and you have questions about them, please reach out to me directly. I'm on Instagram at Tamara Lee Bratton. I'll help you get started, especially if you do the two through the beach body stuff, the body programs. I still coach people in that, I'll still help you with that. So the three-day cleanse, excuse me, the three-day refresh and the ultimate reset. I'm here for you, sister. If you do the Jason Vale one, send me a DM too. It is so good. I will be in your back pocket supporting you through Instagram Messenger. So what I want to share is when I started to do these cleanses and take them into, into asking God, how do you want me to fast? Again, I've not done a full food fast, but these are my stair-step ways that I have gotten towards doing that. I feel like if you watch the show, The Chosen, Mary Magdalene says something to Nicodemus. And I've looked in the Bible. It's not in there, which makes me kind of sad. I'm like, oh, that was such a good quote. And I'm going to butcher it because I didn't look it up before this, but it was, I was once one way and now I am totally different. And the thing that happened was him. And that's all I know I can say. I was once one way and I'm totally different. And the thing that happened was him. 
And, and I've realized I can tie it all back into being obedient and listening when he has told me your body is telling you, you are not doing something kind to it. Please take some of the gunk out. And it's amazing. Like, I'm just still over here. Like, I can't believe it all came from fasting, all of this. And it wasn't even true fasting. So what could I'm over here? Like, what's going to happen if I truly fast? Like, whoa. And I shouldn't say these are not truly fast. These can be again. I really feel like God has to, like, you have to ask God, what are you asking me to do? But I'm over here. I'm like, I think God is asking me to do another one of the juice ones. I think he is. I really do. And so I'm like, Ooh, what's going to happen this time? Anyways, a friend told me how she fasts and it was with a juice cleanse and a prayer on the hour, every hour. My husband has done something similar. He has alarms that go off throughout the day that remind him to pray. And I'm going to tell you, we'll get into Neil and my relationship and other podcast episodes. Neil was not a man of God when we first got married. I actually didn't realize how much he didn't want to be a Christian when we first got married. I, we were young. I was 22 and we were not living a life that God was probably very proud of prior to this, but I loved him. I loved Neil. And now he is such a man of God and he is the leader of my house. And I am obedient and to God. And I am obedient to then my husband. I, he is the leader of this house and he loves the Lord. And I am so grateful for that. So again, I haven't felt that God has asked me to pray on the hour, every hour until doing the notes for this call until typing up what I wanted to speak on here. And so I'm over here thinking, oh my gosh, that might be what happens next time I do my cleanse is I don't think he's asking me to get up in the middle of the night because he knows that I get really angry when I get woken up from sleep. We're going to dive into that in another episode as well, talking about postpartum depression and anger and just all of the things that happen when your body gets woken up. Well, not all of the things because I I can't talk about all of the things, but I'll share my experience with you. God's not asking me to do that because I am an angry, angry person when I don't have sleep. And I'm not saying that to just be like, oh, like that's just me. But it's like, no, it's really bad. It's scary. and so. God is asking me though, to pray on the hour between seven and seven, for sure. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I feel very called to do that. So I'm pretty diligent about seeking God in the morning. As I wake up, I go to my couch spot and I get my reading out, whatever book I'm reading. And then I, I pray and then I read something from the Bible. And then again, later in the day, before I go to bed, right before I lay my head down at night, I always thank God for who he is and the work he's doing through me. And I tell him to keep doing his will through me. I'm just like, God, thank you so much for today. You are so giving for letting me have this day. It was beautiful. Please continue to work through me and in me. And I just love and appreciate you. But that middle of the daytime when I'm working, I don't pray as much. So this next fast, I'm going to set a timer. I encourage you that you don't have to just fast food. There are other things, but if you feel God is asking you to fast something, then listen to him. So here we go to have accountability and dive deeper into this, into prayer, fasting, and more, and get access to additional resources for the busy Proverbs ish 31 woman an entrepreneur who needs to have high energy, less flow, better sleep, and more intimacy with her spouse and just better relationships overall, I encourage you to become a Be Well Collective member. You'll have fitness, nutrition, productivity, and business coaching, as well as faith support and true life coaching through the monthly membership that includes two calls with me and weekly action hours that you can join into to work your business alongside myself and other entrepreneurs. You'll also get my faith flow workouts. It's kind of like holy yoga and 20 other different workouts that you can sample. It's 
going to include a well laid out planner and faith guide for your monthly, weekly, and daily planning. Yeah, I know it's a lot. And you're like, holy crap, that's got to be crazy expensive. It's not. It's $33 a month and you get 30 days free right now, at least. Prices will increase after the first 15 members. I'll add links to access the groups, the additional fasting resources, and other blogs that I found related to this topic in the show notes. I hope to see you in the Be Well Collective, where each week after a podcast is released, we do an exercise on that week's podcast to help you increase the likeliness of you actually implementing what this week's message or method is about. Be well. I'm Tamara Lee Bratton signing off. Hey, multi-passionate friend. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear. Every other week, I'm committed to showing up on the show to bring you value, helping you ask God, what are you calling me to do? And to dive deeper into your faith, all while growing your business in the way that best fits you, your family values, and your financial needs. The number one way that you can support this podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave a review directly on the podcast and then share this show with a friend. I love it too when you give me your top takeaway from today's show and tag me on Instagram at Tamara Lee Bratton. That's T-A-M-A-R-A-L-E-E-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. Thank you for partnering with me to get the Multi-Passionate Christian Show episodes out to as many multi-passionate entrepreneurs and women as possible because the Lord and our world needs you to play bigger. Thank you for partnering with me to get the multi-passionate Christian podcast episodes out to as many multi-passionate entrepreneurs and women as possible because the world and our Lord needs you to play bigger. And hey, if you're still listening, maybe we should work together. Here's two ways that we can. One, you can join into my Be Well Collective. So each time you hear a podcast, you also get a mini training that's accessible to help you implement what you've learned. Plus, we meet weekly for guided business action hours. And there's an entire portal with a ton of health support in it. The Be Well Collective is your one-stop shop for accountability in business and healthy energy. I'll put it below, or you can just go to my website, tamrabratton.com, and see it right there. Put the www in there. For some reason, I don't know how to do that techie stuff. <laughs> for the entrepreneur that's ready to dive into creating aligned offers for her business, you should be in the Bizwell Fast Track. It's my eight week school that'll take you from idea into full creation of your God-given offers, all while keeping your values for your family at the forefront. May the Lord bless you and that you find ways each day to go forth in this calling in your life. I'm Tamara Lee Bratton, the Be Well and Bizwell coach. I can't wait to see your takeaways from today's episode when you tag me on Instagram. Have a blessed day.